Welcome to the Vine Life Podcast. We're a church in Manchester who love Jesus, each other, and our city. Catch up on this week's message and more. So, like I said, it is my privilege to be able to um, just introduce a little bit about what's happening this morning. So, um, we are part of a core leadership team. The eagle-eyed amongst you may have noticed we are down a person. Um, Neil is in Burnage, is speaking at a church this morning, is just not here. He sends his love and is really sorry that he can't join us this morning, but he is um, sharing another church um, for Barnabas this morning. So he will be at the conversation space on Wednesday, um, so you will catch him there. But yes, he sends his loves and um, yeah, is really sorry he can't be here this morning. So we are really excited to be able to take some time this morning to share about vision and values. It feels like it has been a long time coming, (laughs) Um, a bit of a process, a bit of a journey that we have been on over the last little while. Um, We, I guess, have, as a core team, uh, felt a little bit frustration at times of not being able to have the opportunity to kind of fully share everything that God's been speaking to us about. But you know what? Jesus is kind, and he knows. And we we were sad that we couldn't share things at the AGM, but actually God in his kindness has... um, carved out time in this last eight weeks for us to actually be able to um, sit and um, hear his voice more, to actually um, realize that the thoughts and threads of conversation that we've been having over the last nine to 12 months, um, he's actually been weaving together so that we can come and share this morning. So that's really exciting, um, I think, anyway. (laughs) Um, So a little bit about where we're going to go this morning. We're going to just share um, a little bit in a moment about, Em's going to share about our vision. Ralph's going to share around um, some things that we've been um, chatting about in terms of values. John's going to be sharing on um, the distinctives of fine life, what makes fine life fine life. Um, And then we're going to just all share together about the areas that we feel that God's asked us to really focus and press in upon um, for the next year, really. We recognize that it's really important that actually we all know the things that God's speaking to us about so that we can go together. Um, and what that looks like will be different for different people, but actually those things that God has spoken to us as fine life, as a community, um, and we do want to um, move in that direction together. I first want to take note of just our preparation for this morning. We are a team of individuals coming together and we have different personalities and ways of working and that is on full display right now where you've got Ralph with his handwritten notes, me with my colour coordinated type notes, Joe with her phone and John I'm assuming it's in your head? Somewhere in his head we're all hoping. Um, so uh, that's the beauty of team though. Like, we are very different people. We think in different ways. God speaks to us in different ways. But it's been such a wonderful time over this last year. Like, challenging, don't get me wrong, but also wonderful of being able to come together and learn um, how to operate as a team together. Um, It's been such a privilege. It's a privilege to be a part of. So I'm going to um, kick off talking about our vision. And we're talking about vision in the broadest sense of the word initially. Um, What is it we're going after ultimately as as the church, like the universal body of Christ, 
as followers of Jesus. And over, over the past year or so, what has been impressed on us as a team time and time again is that Jesus is the head of this church. You'll have heard us say that. We pray that at the beginning of every single meeting of reminding ourselves Jesus is the head of this church. And Paul in, in, um, in Colossians, at the start of the letter to the Colossians, he says that in Jesus, all things were created in him and all things are held together. He is the head of the body. He is the head of the body of Christ. He is the head of this body. And so it felt entirely appropriate to us um, to be thinking about this sort of uh, big universal vision from the words of Jesus. So that's where we're, we're pulling in from. So we're going to look at three scriptures this morning that are from the Lord's Prayer, a, a section from the Lord's Prayer, from the Great Commandment and the Great Commission. And the words are going to come on screen. I'm going to move because I actually want us to read them out together. Because I don't only want us to hear the words of Jesus today, I want us to speak the words of Jesus over ourselves and over one another. So I know we don't ordinarily do this. I'm a teacher, so work with me. I will start glaring at people if you don't do what I'm asking you to do. I've got that perfected. Um, so first of all, then, from the Lord's Prayer. So in Matthew 6, Jesus instructs his disciples how to pray. And there's one particular verse that we're focusing on for this morning. It's verse 10. So read this with me. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Hopefully that's a familiar set of words to you. Then in Matthew 22, Jesus gives the great commandment. Let's read it again. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. And thirdly, Jesus gives the great commission found in Matthew 28. Let's read together. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey all that I have commanded you. Familiar scriptures, right? The words of Jesus, incredible words of Jesus that have resonated throughout history and will resonate for history forever, for all to come, for eternity to come. We're part of that story. So we've kind of drawn those themes that Jesus is talking about there together to create um, a couple of sentences. It says this, we exist here at Vine Life to be a community of disciples who make disciples and extend God's kingdom here on earth. We do this by loving God with all our heart, soul, and mind, and loving our neighbors as ourselves. So this is what we are ultimately working towards, universal for every person who follows Jesus. Great. Um, so yeah, so that, that's the kind of, that's where we're heading, um, and I guess, so the, the next thing down we wanted to think about is, is um, what kind of church are we going to be? Like how, how we like, obviously how that's how we're going to do it. But so if you if you were to cut us through the middle, um, what would you find? Like and and the word that we would use to describe that would be values. Um, so obviously like people talk about values a lot and, and like it might mean lots of different things, lots of different people. But I guess what we're saying is there's some things that we would consider non-negotiable. 
like actually in terms of the way the way that we go about stuff and the way that we choose what we do the the, the content of what we have all that kind of stuff it sort of is drawing from the same place um that idea of values and and um it's really interesting because i think values are true ultimately when they're experienced like someone could sit up here we could you know we could tell you it's going to be this this and this we could make a nice flyer we could print out some vinyl and stick it on the wall although we would probably get in a bit of trouble um but ultimately like values are true when they're experienced um so uh hopefully what we're going to say is is not um not a shock because hopefully that's like oh yeah that is that is my experience but also um i think values are important because they give we give them permission to influence us to actually think that oh um this this could this could dictate or this could change how we do stuff and we're gonna in in naming something as a value naming something as a non-negotiable we're sort of saying actually this is having permission um to direct us so when it comes to making a choice about something is that oh where does that fit in relation to to our values and what what we consider non-negotiable and um and so we are um in sort of in, in articulating these and naming them, we're, um, we're hopefully we're we're celebrating things that we already see, um, and we're celebrating things that we want to see more of. You know, like um, that as as we name stuff, as we celebrate it, we're replicating it. Um, we're also hopefully in, inviting a bit of challenge in in terms of okay, well, you say that that's really important, but what about this or what about that? And actually, um, it's something that we um, corporately can can use to hold ourselves to and be like, oh, is is this actually helping us move towards where God wants us to be? Um, and similarly, yeah, it, it is also um, it's making a prophetic declaration of like, yeah, we haven't got these nailed. We're not perfect. We're not um, uh, we haven't completed these things. But actually, this is this is where we're going. This is what we want to be. This is the kind of people. This is the kind of church that that we that we want to be. And so um, hopefully, as in sharing them, we're also giving you guys permission to join in and to think, OK, what do I have that I could bring to that? And, and how, could I, uh, how could I even creatively within that and bring something that God's put on my heart? So the, the, three, um, the three things that we currently sort of gravitating around is the idea that first and foremost, we want to be a church that is centered on Jesus. So even in terms of what is our vision, is what has Jesus said? So we want to be centered on him. We want to be seeking his kingdom. And we want to um, exist for the glory of God and for the benefit of others. Like th those three things. We want to be centered on Jesus. We want to be seeking his kingdom. We want to exist for the glory of God and the benefit of others. And, um, and just, yeah, as um, shared from Colossians, that sense, ultimately, like we want to be centered on Jesus because it's all about him. It is all about him. You know, he is the author and perfecter. He is the only way to God. He is the gate. He is the shepherd. It is all from him. It is all for him. It is all through him. It is all by him. You know, he's the head. He leads and guides us. He is the one who saves us. He's the one that sets us free. And we all hopefully know this. We feel like it's important to say that actually we want to be first and foremost centered around him. We don't want to see Jesus as a mascot. We don't want to see him as, you know, we've got some ideas, we've got some plans, and if we can rope him into it and, and bring his, his resource and his, you know, whatever, then that's good. Like, if we're in that place, we've totally missed it. Actually, we want to we revolve around him. Like, he, he is the thing around which we're orbiting. 
And also, we, we want to be, like, we're not a social club. Like, we talk about community, we talk about fun, and, and we want to do all that sort of stuff. But ultimately, it's, we're, we're his people, and so we're centered around him. And so that's why um, everything we do, we want, it's about meeting him. It's about becoming like him. It's becoming, you know, it's seeing the stuff that he did and joining in with it. It's growing in intimacy. It's all those things, and it's, it's all centered around Jesus. And that can, that can influence how we do kids' work and how we do host teams and how we do everything because we're, we're revolving it around, around him. And that, um, that second idea that, that we're seeking his kingdom we could talk about a lot in terms of kingdom theology and, what, and all that means, but I think in the simplest form, we believe that God is is up to something and we want to join in. We believe that actually he has a plan and a purpose for individuals and for the world and that he wants to renew and he wants to restore all things. It's, it says in Revelation, like, behold, I'm making all things new. And we, and we believe that extends beyond just what we think about stuff. So we think it's vital that we all have a personal connection with God, but our, our faith isn't just, it's, it's not just a private thing. Um, it's not just a philosophical idea. It's not just thinking we, something we think is morally good. Like actually, we, we believe that God is in the business of transformation of us as individuals. We want to see healing. We want to see breakthrough. We want to see freedom, all that stuff. And we want to see it for us as a, as a body, and we want to see it in the, in the places that we are. We want to see it in our families, in our communities. We want to see it big pitch. We want to see it um, systemically and nationally. We believe that, that God is, is making the world into the way that he always intended it to be. And we as a church want to be part of seeking that with him. And so, um, so everything we, we do, we want to point it towards um, God's good future and actually encourage us um, and to, to join in with that. Um, and then the, the third one was... So he said, it, it, existing for the glory of God and for the benefit of people. And again, I would paraphrase that by saying simply, um, it's not about you. And it's not about me. It's not about us. First and foremost, it's about God. It's about um, giving him the honor that he deserves, giving him the worship that he deserves, giving him the love that he deserves. And ultimately, everything points to him. It's, it's for him. Um, and similarly, it's we do this for people. We don't do this um, for us, just for ourselves. So um, you'll have heard me say this a few times recently, but see, church very much um, as a as a vehicle or as a container or as a trellis, what, whatever metaphor you want to use. But the idea being, when the end goal isn't building church. The end goal isn't having, you know, a great gathering or having a great organization or having great projects. Like, those things are unto something else. And we think that's really important when it comes to people that, that we're really committed to. We're not just trying to bring in people to make our stuff happen. Like, actually, we want the stuff that we do together to bless what God is doing in you and through you. And, um, and so, uh, yeah, basically, we never want to just be about um, existing for the sake of ourselves and existing just to keep existing. Actually, we want to exist for God's glory. I want to exist for the benefit of what he's doing around us. And, um, and so ultimately, you know, like um, if we're not, you know, if we're not um, centered on Jesus, if we're not um, seeking his kingdom, if we're not, you know, existing for God's glory and existing for the benefit of others, then I think fundamentally we don't believe that we're a church of Jesus. 
Like, and um, similarly, like with, with the vision thing, this is what we think um, should be consistent across all churches, but we just we want to name the fact we want to be um, built around these three things. So those are the kind of like the, the big picture things that we're, we're all about. But I think um, every church is different, right? Every church has a unique flavor, and we are for the whole of the church. Like we love, like we love the fact that Neil is down the road at St Margaret's, like literally 150 meters away this morning, um, and and being with those guys. We love that there are loads of churches um, in Manchester, um, some that we uh, know really well, and some that we don't know so well. Um, but what is it about Vine Life that makes us who we are? Like, why are you here? <laughs> Like, wh- why did you choose this church? Why did you choose to rock up one Sunday and stick around? You know, and 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 so we've we've done a bit of a process of reflecting and, and just trying to pay attention. Like, what what are the things that that make Vine Life Vine Life? And so the list is probably too long at the minute to share with you all. And so you know, before we get the vinyls cut and get it on the wall, um, we're going to do a bit of a refining process. But some of the stuff that's really jumped out to us, that uh, stuff that is Im- important to us. As a, as a church community. And one is that we really believe that, um, that the Spirit of God is moving and active and living and for us today, that the gifts and the fruit of the Spirit are things that um, we need to take a hold of and experience for all of us. Um, you know, so if you want to put that in a word, you could call us charismatic. Um, we believe that um, being close to God, encountering Jesus, encountering God, is really important and powerful and significant for all of us. And that's why we spend time singing to him, because we find that that's one of the places where he meets us, where he draws near as we draw near to him. When you think back in our story um, as a church family, a little, little, little um, story for you, many, many years ago, um, just before this church was planted, it was going to be planted um, in the north of the city. It was going to be planted, in fact, just outside the north of the city. But um, John Wimber, who was um, leader of the vineyard movement at the time, um, spoke to Martin Linda, who were planting the church. He said, guys, feel the Lord says you need to be um, meeting in the city center um, because the Lord's called you to, to reach out to students. And so that even from that very early on phase um, of our church life, we've always intentionally looked to how look to think, how can we reach the students in our city? Because Manchester has a massive student population full of people that need to know Jesus. And so um, lots of us in the room today, and lots of us didn't, but lots of us in the room today walked through the doors of this church um, as, as a fresher or as a first or second or third year student or even kind of just in that post-uni phase and have, have been part of this church for a long time. And actually um, reaching students and young adults in Manchester, we recognize there's plenty of them. Um, there's plenty of churches doing the same thing, but we want to join in and just say, God, how can we reach this generation? Um, and similarly, we've, we've recognized that as we've paid attention to what God is doing in our church community, we've recognized that we've got some, some pretty incredible things happening in our kids' ministry, not just on a Sunday, but the way that we are trying to equip kids to know Jesus for themselves, to um, hear his voice for themselves, all the way from being like way down here to they look like you lot. Like we, we believe that um, God is living and active and moving with our with our children as well. So, like we we realised that kids' work actually is a massive priority for us. So that will direct some of the ways that we spend our time and and how we um, make up our staff team. Um, and so um, you know, there's there's a whole bunch of other things. Like we've uh, we've always been a church that's not afraid to experiment, to pioneer, to try new things. Um, 
we've always um, been a church that is for all ages, for all generations, um, for all different backgrounds, because everyone is welcome, because that's what the kingdom of God looks like. That's the same welcome that Jesus extends um, to each of us. So those are just a, a few of the things that make us this particular expression of the church, this particular expression of the body of Christ. But um, we're going to unpack some more of those and, and just do a little bit of work on how, on how we express those in a way that sort of feels like tangible and manageable and not just me spouting off for 10, 15 minutes. Um, so, yeah, I'm um, going to move into talking a bit about what does this next year look like? What are we giving attention and focus to? So go for it, Ralph. Yeah, so um, just kind of, yeah, looking back at the vision statement. And um, it's, you know, it, especially as these are, it's effectively just scripture that we've put on the screen. Um, and so it's really easy to be super familiar with it. But actually, just like, um, look at those words and think about what it means. You know, that idea of being a community of disciples who make disciples and extends God's kingdom, that love God with everything that they've got. And um, I think what's exciting about this is it's not just the right answer in terms of, okay, go to Sunday school, what does Jesus say we should be doing? Um, you could probably come up with a few answers, but we're not just looking for the right answer. Like, actually, fundamentally believe that um, this kind of thing is um, it's abundance. You know, when Jesus said, I've, I've come to give you abundant life, like, I think that is found in being people that, that love God with everything, that love the people around them with everything, and that actually are being um, transformed to the way of God through Jesus. Like, we fundamentally believe that he is the firstborn among all creation, and actually there's no better place to be than being on that journey of being shaped by him and inviting other people into it. And so, um, like, hopefully, like, that's something that um, it's just like, oh, yeah, I, like, I, wa I want to get in on it. And um, it's, it's a lifelong journey. But it's something that, that we want to get in on for ourselves and we want to get in on and um, bring our friends into as well. And, um, and so, um, and hopefully it feels consistent with who we are. Like actually this, this um, kind of, it's flowing out of our values, flowing out of distinctives and, it, and it's um, recognizing that, yeah, this, this is who we are, but also it's who we want to be, like I was saying earlier. And so I think that's why it's important to think about, okay, where are we now and how are we going to get there? Because ultimately, this is something that we could be going after for, um, for the rest of our lives. But in terms of um, what does forward progress look like? What does forward motion look like? And so I think it's important to think, okay, where, where are we starting from here? And, and, and what are the next couple of steps? And so that's why we wanted to just bring a bit of, um, a bit of focus in terms of wh like, what would it look like for this time next year for us to be sat here and have, have, have moved forward, have got a little better. We're not saying we will have completed this, but what um, strategically, what do we be missing that we need to bring some focus to, bring some in intention to, um, and um, yeah, really go after together. And so um, we, uh, we, we've identified a couple of areas, and it's not like saying these are the only things we're gonna be doing, but it's, it's actually saying that these are probably the things that um, maybe um, need a bit more attention. Maybe there's, um, maybe there's some other muscles in our community that are a bit stronger than these are, and so uh, how can we really really focus on them? And um, what's, been, what's been really encouraging, even just, uh, like Joe mentioned, kind of the, like the timing piece, like uh, even in the last few weeks, as we've we've actually um, managed to um, get some time as a as a team to um, to pray together, to dream together, we've been chatting with our staff team, chatting with trustees, 
um, it's been, what's been super encouraging is hearing um, how God has um, spoken through other people in the community and is kind of um, con- um, like confirming a lot of the stuff that, we, that we've been kicking around as well. And even last week um, with uh, Chris and David and Andrew and what they shared in terms of one of those questions we asked is like, what's, what's on your heart for this community moving forward? And a lot of the stuff they came up with um, felt really consistent with what God was speaking to us about similarly uh, had some words from uh, we have a group of intercessors that prays for us and um, sent some prophetic stuff over this week that felt like confirmation and and also even had um, emailing in just with um, off their own bat being like hey wouldn't it be awesome if we could do this and it's just like yes that is exactly what we're going to do and, and it feels like um, it feels like it's real consistency in what God's doing and um, and it, feel, it feels important to mark that because um, it's like, yeah, there's, there's the three things which I'm going to share in a second. And, and they do contain um, specific things that we definitely want to implement, that we as a team, are, we definitely want to put time and energy. We want to put resource behind it. We want to uh, go after it. And there's, there's um, specific things that we want to do. Um, but also, we're hoping that actually there's, um, in sharing this, we are, um, we're giving you permission to, to dream with us and to join in and to actually um, think about how you might outwork this kind of stuff in your life and with your friends and in your workplace. And, um, and there might be dreams and visions that, um, that God wants to give to you and we want to give you permission to, like, to, to bring them in. We want to create a shared context in which we can go after stuff together. And so, um, so yeah, we don't just want to um, be like, we're going to do this, 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 and this, and then um, and th- it's just about getting stuff done. Yes, we want to do that too, but also we want to invite you to dream with God like we've been talking about this morning and, um, and think about uh, how you can be, be part- participating. And so um, the three things which these guys are going to um, walk us through in a bit more detail are um, we really feel like we, we need to prioritize prayer, that we need to make space for people to meet Jesus, and that we need to have a more tangible impact on our communities. So in 22, 23, we need to be prioritizing prayer, creating opportunities for people to meet Jesus, and having a more tangible impact on our communities. So, um, Joe, why don't you kick us off with prayer? So, yeah. So, prayer. I think this is a, um, a muscle that we've been growing in in the last year, and we want to acknowledge that we um, have started moving forward in it. Um, but we feel like there's more that the Lord has for us in this area. Um, We want to be a church that is absolutely fully reliant on God, that we know what he's saying so that we can do what he's asking us to do. And that only happens by um, hearing from him. Um, And what this, I think, like Ralph said, we don't want to be like, so we're going to do A, B, and C, and then we've achieved it. But um, there are things that... um, we feel like it may look like. And so, firstly, we want to make sure that our community is one where there is a culture of prayer. Um, We know that there are some individuals in this church community who are prayer powerhouses, who pray continually for our church family, for the world. Um, But we want to be a community who go after prayer and move forward together in that. And we want that culture where we are people who are faithful in prayer, who pray without ceasing, who know that their prayers are powerful and effective. And therefore, when we pray, we expect God to move because he is kind and he is gracious. And that's what he says he will do. 
and that when we humble ourselves and pray for our city and for our nation, that it will change things. That's what we want to see. And so that is going to look like a continued commitment to have corporate times of prayer together, to um, come and to, to do the stuff together. Um, and also to make space within our year calendar to have times of um, fasting and prayer where we really go after God and what he's, and seek his face. We also want it to look like um, maybe more opportunities for some strategic, the word, strategic prayer. Um, where those who have a heart for, say, education, get together and get to pray for transformation there, for those in business, for those in health, that actually there will be people that you know you have a passion and a heart to see transformation in where you work, where you live, whatever that looks like. And actually you can gather those around, people around you who share a similar heart to be able to press in and pray and seek that transformation. We also want to be um, a community where everyone feels confident to pray. And so that's going to look like increased opportunities for training on prayer, training on how to hear God for yourself, um, and feeling equipped to be able to, to go out and do that. And we also want to maybe step forward in that intercessory muscle. <laughs> that actually, that it wouldn't just be that we pray for individuals and specific situations, although we will, but that actually we will... Um, seek to um, listen to God's heart for what he is saying, like I said, for the city, for our nation. And that we would be um, in all those things, just seeking his face and learning what it is to journey forward and prioritize being the faithful people of prayer. Thanks, Joe. And then, so the, the next thing that we really want to be um, intentional about this year is to, to make space for people to meet with Jesus. And, and that is both for the first time and for the hundredth, thousandth, you know, on and on kind of times. Because fundamentally, we believe that change happens when we meet Jesus. Like we can't meet him and stay the same as we were before, whether that's for the first time or whether that's happening to us every Sunday, year in, year out. Uh, and so we will continue to make this space a space where we meet Jesus. We're not just here to give you some wonderful practical applications for your life so you can go on, uh, make some changes to the way you think, and then, you know, life will just be a little bit different because you're thinking and doing things differently. No, I mean, that's part of it. But we want you to meet Jesus and be empowered by his spirit and transformed by being in his presence and carry that with you throughout the rest of your life. But also we recognize, and it's been a source of of sadness, really, I think, for us all, that we're not seeing people meet Jesus for the first time in our community together in a way that we would like to. It's not about numbers, but when that number feels very close to zero, it might just be a little bit about numbers as well. And so we want to, in, we're going to talk about that last one in a minute, having a positive impact on our communities. But um, we, in all the places where we want to have a positive impact, where we want good things to happen, we also want to offer the opportunity to meet Jesus. Because what good is a kingdom without a king, right? Like what good is, hey, you know, you've 
um, you got better equipped to, to manage your money or um, to parent well, but actually we've got something even better than that to offer people, something of eternal significance. And so in the places that we meet people, in the places that we head out to make the world a better place, we take Jesus with us and offer people the chance to meet with him. And so what does that look like? Well, practically, you know, we, we're exploring ways of how we can offer like the Alpha course as a way of exploring what it means to be um, a Christian, exploring what it means to live life with Jesus. Um, it was super inspiring um, it was a couple of weeks ago just to hear some of our students, anyone here, Zoe's here today, um, and a few others, um, just sharing like, hey, and Damien, we just wanted to do, uh, sorry, I was, my eyes were too high up. Um, we just wanted to have some, we had some friends we needed to tell them about Jesus. And the Alpha Course is a brilliant tool to do that. And so, um, and as well as well, some of the ways that we want to get together and pray, it's about asking God, how do we go and take Jesus to the people around us? Um, so we want to make space for people to meet with Jesus inside and outside the church this coming year. Yeah, um, and then the other thing we are um, just considering, you'll have spotted that um, over the last um, few months, we've been gathering together um, with our young adults on a Sunday night. And so we're really um, exploring what it, what does it look like to create another opportunity on a Sunday for people to encounter Jesus. Um, so we, we are still putting together all, all the kind of details, the where, the when, the how. Um, but we are um, looking for, um, from this autumn term, to be thinking about, is there a Sunday night space where um, young adults in particular reaching those students, those young adults that we believe the Lord is um, positioning us to, to reach. Is there a space um, for a Sunday night expression of church, for students and young adults specifically, um, uh, but everyone would be welcome uh, to, to meet Jesus and have those encounters with him um, as we go. And then we have uh, having a positive impact or a tangible impact on our communities. So when, when you look at the life of Jesus, you, we see that the compassion that he displayed was marked by action. It was tangible, made a tangible difference that Jesus was the answer to the issues that people faced. He offered redemption. He offered transformation. There was lasting change, wasn't there? And as his followers, we want to walk in that same story. We're part of writing that story, that redemptive story here and now on earth. And I think we've talked a lot in recent, recent years about how we are empowered and equipped to do that as individuals, like in our workplaces, our families, as we go about our daily lives. Um, and that is really important, that we know that as we go from here, we are, we are the hands and, and feet and face and words of Jesus to those that we meet. And that's incredible. But where we feel the invitation uh, from the Spirit to kind of explore together is what does it look like to be a community that is mobilized together in doing that? So not just individuals throughout our weeks, but something about a collective expression of that. Does that make sense? The slight shift, shift there that we're talking about. So what could it look like? Well, one outworking of compassion is about breaking cycles of poverty. And Manchester, as, as most cities across our, our nation, has, um, has real um, pockets of deprivation and poverty. And there's something that we can do about that as his followers. 
And one of the things that we've explored in recent times is, um, is partnering with Barnabas in something called sustained teams, which some of you may, um, may be aware of, some of you aren't, perhaps. And, um, and it's something, it's, it's teams that are, it's a kind of a project that Barnabas is creating to specifically support people who are leaving behind homelessness. And it's, it's, it's a team of four people around one person, and, and it's kind of a, a befriending service. Is, is the model, where it's helping people stay in their tenancy, it's providing company, a listening ear, friendship, which are all keys to supporting people from um, living a new life away from homelessness. And it's introducing people to healthy, kingdom-based community. And so although the aim of the project is, is to support people out of homelessness, actually one of the fruit could be meeting Jesus for the first time could be salvation and so we have one team running currently out of Vine Life this is something Barnabas are actually offering um, churches across Manchester to partner in and so we want to be part of that we currently have one team wouldn't it be amazing over the next 12 months for that number to grow so that's one one specific thing that this could look like excuse me whilst I turn my page just the downfall of paper Another thing going forward in the next year, and Ralph mentioned this before, is even just this week, we've had someone get in touch with us um, who is a cap, a cap money coach and um, saying, I, I, I'm really passionate about this. I'm qualified. I'm equipped. I know what I'm doing. I would love to run a cap money course. Is that something that as a team we'd be interested in? And the resounding answer is yes. Like we want to dream and explore together of what a tangible positive impact on our community could look like and that could be something like a cap money course could be something that's both like for within vine life but also external to that and is actually giving people uh, tangible real ways of long-lasting change to be lifted out of debt and to be lifted out of poverty so we want to hear from you like let's do this together Let's go on this adventure together over this next 12 months. And then finally, we want to put roots down in a community as a church. And um, a big part of shaping who and where that community uh, will be and is, is going to be all to do with where we're based once the Ardwick Green Building is sold. Which there is no further update currently, but hoping there will be very, very soon. <laughs> Please, Jesus. Um, but we want to be really intentional about where our location is. We want to be really intentional about which community we're planting ourselves in. And we want to be really intentional about looking and praying and thinking carefully about what would having a positive, tangible impact on that community look like. So we don't know the answer to that yet. That's still a mystery to be unfolded. But it's one that's exciting. It's one that we've got our ears and our eyes open to. We're saying, Jesus, use us. Here we are. Send us. That's our prayer. We want to move from um, a couple of years of understandably needing to um, get our house in order and, and maybe look internally a bit more. We want to, we feel the invitation is there for us to lift our eyes up and look at the world around us, knowing that we've got a great treasure to give away that could look creative, could look practical, could look uh, redemptive. Could, it could look so many different things. And we want to be part of that story together.
Awesome. Well, um, <coughs> thanks for listening. Um, a bit of a kind of whistle-stop tour. And so I just want to signpost you to Wednesday night and conversation space. And um, just love to, yeah, have a bit longer to kind of um, chat things over. And But just to kind of really reiterate, I think, um, is that sense of invitation in terms of, um, like, what's God speaking to you about? Um, uh, what's... Uh, where where is the passion? Where is the energy emerging? Because um because we want to we want to join in with that together. So we would we would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what's on your heart. We'd love to hear what God's speaking to you about. Um and and how you can get involved and actually and even start to just build these things into your own life. In terms of what does what does it look like for you to prioritize prayer? What does it look like for you to create opportunities for people make, to meet Jesus? What does it look like for you to have an impact on the communities around you? And then um, let's do it. Let's do it together. And let's um really see what God's doing. But um. We, uh, yeah, we um, thought it'd be really cool just to maybe um, just pray together, if that's all right. So um, if you're up for it, why don't you, um, why don't you stand up, if that's okay? And um, if you want to just uh, gather in little groups, um, maybe like threes and fours, um, like with the people around you, and um, just, um, and then let's just pray. Let's just ask um, that God would, that he would lead us. He would continue to speak to us. Actually, and if there's things that um, even just as we've been sharing actually really stood out to you that you want to really um, press into in prayer, then, then go after that. And um, and even if there's stuff that you just want to speak out, it's like, oh, and like you, you even know that God's like, oh, this is what it looks like for you to step into this. Um, like, again, just um, speak that out and have people stand with you and pray with you. And and um, and let's uh, yeah. So let's just um, pray in these groups together for um, for what God would want to do with us as a church, that he would, um, that he would send us, that he'd equip us, that he would give us everything we need. And, um, and uh, let's just, it'd be something that we can own together. So um, we're just going to stick a little bit, bit of music on and um, we'll just pray for a few minutes if that's okay. So um, go for it. Pray your best prayers. That'd be amazing. Hope you enjoyed today's message. If you want to find out more, head to our website, findlife.co.uk or follow us on Instagram. God bless and see you soon.